0: Name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Beloved in the Lord, let us draw near with a true heart and confess our sins to God our Father, imploring Him in the name of our Lord Jesus Christ to grant us forgiveness. Our help is in the name of the Lord. Amen. I said, I will confess my transgressions Amen. to the Lord. Amen. O Almighty God, merciful Father, I, a poor miserable sinner, confess to you all my sins and iniquities with which I have ever offended you and justly deserve your punishment, now and forever. But I am heartily sorry for them and sincerely repent of them. And I pray you of your boundless mercy and for the sake of the holy, innocent, bitter sufferings and death, of your Amen. beloved Son, Jesus Christ, to be, be gracious, gracious and, and merciful to me, a be poor sinful being. Upon this, your confession, I, as a called and ordained servant of the Word, announce the grace of God to all of you. And in the stead and by the command of my Lord Jesus Christ, I forgive you all your sins. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. The introit. My testimonies are very sure. Holiness becometh thine house, O Lord, forever. Thy throne is established blessed of old. Thou art from
1: everlasting. The Lord reigneth, he is with majesty. The Lord is clothed with strength wherewith he hath girded himself. Glory to the Father and to the Son and to the Holy Ghost. As it was in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be, world without end, amen.
0: Thy testimonies are very sure, holiness becometh thine house, O Lord, forever. Thy throne is established of old, Thou art from everlasting... Almighty and everlasting God, direct our actions according to thy good pleasure, that in the name of thy beloved Son we may be made to abound in good works. Through the same Jesus Christ, thy Son, our Lord, who livest and reignest with thee in the Holy Ghost, ever one God, world without end. Old Testament reading for the Sunday after Christ's Mass is from the 11th chapter of Isaiah. There shall come forth a rod from the stem of Jesse, and a branch shall grow out of his roots. The Spirit of the Lord shall rest upon him, the Spirit of wisdom and understanding, the Spirit of counsel and might, the Spirit of knowledge and of the fear of the Lord. His delight is in the fear of the Lord. And he shall not judge by the sight of his eyes, nor decide by the hearing of his ears. But with righteousness he shall judge the poor, and decide with equity for the meek of the earth. He shall strike the earth with the rod of his mouth, and with the breath of his lips he shall slay the wicked. Righteousness shall be the belt of his loins, and faithfulness the belt of his waist. This is the word of the Lord. The is from the fourth chapter of Galatians. Now I say that the heir, as long as he is a child, does not differ at all from a slave, though he is master of all, but is under guardians and stewards until the time appointed by the Father. Even so we... When we were children, we in bondage under the elements of the world. But when the fullness of the time had come, God sent forth his Son, born of a woman, born under law, to redeem those who were under the law, that we might receive the adoption as sons. And because you are sons, God has sent forth the Spirit of his Son into your hearts, crying out, Abba, Father. Therefore, you are no longer a slave, but a son. And if a son, then an heir of God through Christ. This is the word of the Lord. Thou art fair than the
1: children of man. Grace is
0: poured into thy lips. My heart is indicting a good matter. I speak of the things which I have made, touching the King. My tongue is the pen of a ready writer. Hallelujah Hallelujah. The Lord reigneth, he is clothed with majesty. The Lord is clothed with strength, therewith he hath
1: girded himself. Hallelujah.
0: The Holy Gospel according to St. Luke, the second chapter. And Joseph and his mother marveled at those things which were spoken of him. Then Simeon blessed them and said to Mary, his mother, Behold, this child is destined for the fall and rising of many in Israel and for a sign which will be spoken against. Yes, a sword will pierce through your own soul also, that the thoughts of many hearts may be revealed." Now there was one Anna, a prophetess, the daughter of Phanuel of the tribe of Asher. She was of great age and had lived with her husband seven years from her virginity. And this woman was a widow of about 84 years, who did not depart from the temple, but served God with fastings and prayers night and day. And coming in that instant, she gave thanks to the Lord and spoke of him to all those who looked for redemption in Jerusalem. So when they had performed all things according to the law of the Lord, they returned to Galilee, to their own city Nazareth, and the child grew and became strong in spirit, filled with wisdom, and the grace of God was upon him. This is the gospel of our Lord. text is from Luke chapter 2, verse 33. And Joseph and his mother marveled at the things which were spoken of him. Grace and peace to you from God our Father and from our Lord Jesus Christ. In the first four chapters of St. Luke, there is quite a bit of marveling going on. In Luke 1. The people who were waiting for Zechariah to come out of the temple after the burning of the incense marveled that he lingered so long in the temple. What's he doing in there? Why is he taking so long? And the angels is the one who is delaying Zechariah's completion by giving him the news of a son, John, who will make the people ready, prepared for the Lord. Later on, when the neighbors and relatives wanted a different name than John, Zachariah wrote on a tablet, his name is John, and the text says that they all marveled. A little later, what kind of child will this be? After the hearing of the announcement from the angels, the shepherds went and saw Mary and Joseph, and most importantly, they saw the babe lying in a manger. And when the shepherds spread the news about the Christ child, the text says, and all those who heard it, marveled at those things which were told them by the shepherds. Just prior to today's text, Simeon has taken Jesus up in his arms and has uttered the words of the nook, Lord, let your servant depart in peace. The Holy Gospel begins, and Joseph and his mother marveled at those things which were spoken of him. And finally... When Jesus was 30 years old, he began his Galilean ministry at a synagogue in Nazareth. He read from the book of Isaiah. He told them, today the scripture is fulfilled in your hearing. And Luke chapter 4 verse 22 says, So all bore witness to him and marveled at the gracious words which proceeded out of his mouth. And they said, is this not Joseph's son? With each of these instances, marveling is not simply about something unusual or a surprising event. It always involves meditation upon what God is doing by that event and the connection with God's words. It's a wondering, a marveling, about how that event fits with the word of God. The three instances in chapter 2, they actually say it quite explicitly. Luke 2.18, and all those who heard it marveled at those things which were told them by the shepherd. Luke through, and Joseph and his mother marveled at those things which were spoken of him. And Luke 4.22, so all bore witness to him and marveled at the gracious words which proceeded out of his mouth. Even the two accounts in Luke chapter 1 involve a meditation upon what God is doing as it relates to the message. You see, the marveling of the people is due to their waiting to hear the message which had been delivered to Zechariah in the temple. First of all, the angel Gabriel was sent to speak to you and bring you these glad tidings. Mm. So there's the glad tidings with the event. And when the friends and relatives marvel at the naming of Jesus, we found out a little bit later that all these sayings were discussed throughout all the hill country of Judea. So what we see is that God's people marvel at the connection between some action or event and then the word of God. And in the first four chapters of St. Luke, the proclamation of the words of God is being fulfilled. Now, first of all, in the forerunner, in John the Baptist, and then secondly, more importantly, in the Christ child, our Savior, whom John points out. And so that brings me to my third point. Not only is there marveling, and not only is there words, but we know the content of the words for which they were marveling. We know that they were marveling over the fulfillment of the prophecies of the word of God in our Savior. We know the content of the message. It was the gospel message, which is the good news of the forgiveness of sins. So Zachariah's son, John, is going to go before the Lord, make people ready, with the wisdom of the just. That wisdom is the gospel message of the forgiveness of sins for the just. Two, Zechariah knows that the Lord will be, that through the Lord we will be delivered from the hand of our enemies and serve him without fear. Jesus delivers us from bondage through his suffering and death. It's faith in his perfect righteousness that gives us boldness and confidence to worship without fear. It's, it's the gospel again. Three, the shepherds make known what the angel said. For there is born to you this day in the city of David a Savior who is Christ the Lord. Yes, the incarnation of God's Son is the very beginning of the gospel message of our Savior. And finally, Jesus uses Isaiah's words with the fifth recording to say quite clearly, He has anointed me to preach the gospel to the poor. There it is again in each and every instance. It is the gospel message which is being preached. And the event fulfills the gospel message, and the result is marveling. One, two, three. So as Christians, as Christians gather this day, we should also marvel at the gospel message which is connected with the salvific events which are recorded in the Word of God, the Scriptures. We should. But let's be honest. There are times in which we don't marvel. We don't marvel because we are weighed down by the cares and the changes of life, and that keeps us from marveling. It keeps us from a meditation upon the gospel message as it relates to our own life. We may even be sitting in the pews or reading the word at home around our devotions, but we don't really hear the words. We become bored with the word of God. Or at least that's what we tell ourselves that, yeah, I, I don't have to pay attention to this. That story, I, I already know that story. And our minds are busy, busy doing other things, as if we had more important things to do. But without adequate time thinking about the words, without rehearsing them, the repetition that comes from them, in which we notice things that aren't there, and we see what God is saying, and we relate it to our life, well, the words seem quite ordinary. And they seem to be kind of lifeless words upon the page. So let's take a few moments, a few moments to marvel, to marvel at God's wisdom, the fulfillment of his promises in our Savior, Jesus Christ. Simeon tells Mary and Joseph three things. First, behold, this child is destined for the fall and rising of many in Israel and for a sign which will be spoken against. You see, it is amazing. That even today, this gospel message of Jesus, God's Son, can invoke such a radical reaction from those who hear it. The message of the good news, which includes the preparation worked by the law, will produce either one of two responses it always does. Either you will fall and rise up, or you will speak. Against Jesus, the sign of God's love and grace. You see, this child, the Christ child, his message will work a fall and a rising, a humbling and an exalting, a confession and an absolution upon all those who meditate upon God's promised message. Or, this child will be a sign spoken against. Jesus is always to be a sign of the forgiveness of sins. He's a sign that we lie under the wrath of God due to our sin. But what we find is that there are those who refuse to confess their sins, refuse to be cast off of their throne of pride, and so they must denounce Jesus, and they must speak of him as a lie. You see, the rejection of historic Christianity by the world is one of the constants that you can count upon. Either you're going to confess your sins and grab onto him, or you've got to reject him. The second thing, which Simeon says in regards to Jesus, is this. A sword will pierce through your own soul also. This Jesus, the Son of Mary, will be rejected and crucified. The Blessed Virgin Mary will stand at the foot of the cross And she will see that her beloved Son, the fulfillment of all the ages, will be rejected. This too will be a great cause of sorrow, but also of marveling and of meditation. For what is going on? And why must this happen in this way? It is all according to God's plan. Listen to the words, it is finished. It is a cause for marveling that the Heavenly Father would choose this suffering and death as the means by which he would reunite us with himself. And so even when our heart is pricked and we feel it to our heart and the law convicts us, we must say, What is going on? And Lord, where are you leading me but to your Son, Jesus Christ? The third thing which Simeon mentions is that the thoughts of many hearts will be revealed. Simeon and Joseph and Mary were all looking forward to Jesus. They were welcoming his coming. However, the coming of the Son of God would also reveal those who didn't believe. Even today, it is still revealing who is actually trusting in the gospel promises of the word of God or those who are simply using the Christian religion for their own purposes. If this sermon has revealed that you too are not yet giving attention to the gospel promise of the word of God, then it is time to confess the revelation of your sinful heart. Thankfully, God has worked in you the realization of your fall that he might lift you up by the words of forgiveness. If you are cut to your heart by the coldness of the word of God, then listen to Simeon, Simeon who promises both a fall and a rising Through faith in Jesus Christ, the Lord is using this day, the preaching of his gospel message, to reveal a connection with his word. He's desiring to create faith in your heart so that you marvel at God's wisdom. And when you see that it was the revelation of his love and mercy to give you salvation, then you will rejoice in the reception of his word and of his gifts. The glory in excelsis is the response of those who marveled at God's promise and those who meditated upon the word. How did they respond to the word? Glory be to God on high and on earth, peace, goodwill towards men. We praise you. We bless you. We worship you. We glorify you. We give thanks for your great glory. You see, we have come this day to hear. Not just historical, biblical information. Yeah, you may remember from last year. You've heard that reading, sure. But we've come to hear the good news. The good news of our salvation. We're not looking for random, interesting trivia. We're not looking to be entertained. We believe in Jesus Christ. We've come to rejoice in hearing the gospel message. We've come to marvel At the fulfillment of all the Old Testament prophecies, our attention is to be centered in the word which has been proclaimed by the prophets and apostles. We love to see and hear our Jesus being revealed as the Savior, the Savior from our sins. Amen. May the peace of God, which passes all understanding, keep our hearts and minds in faith in Christ Jesus unto life everlasting. Create in me, we stand.
1: Create in me, our divine.
0: Almighty God, who art from everlasting to everlasting, and unchangeable in thy gracious dealings with the children of men, our Maker, Preserver, and most bountiful benefactor, we bring thee blessing and worship and praise on this, the first morning of the year. Thou hast during the past year upheld us with thine everlasting arms, crowning our lives with innumerable blessings, granting us peace and health and daily bread protecting our homes and our bodies and souls from every evil, and continuing unto the possession of thy holy word. O oh Lord, we are not worthy of the least of all the mercies and all the truth which thou hast shown unto thy servants. And if thou shouldest now enter into judgment with us, we could not stand. But thou art merciful and gracious, and art pleased to blot out our transgressions from thy remembrance for thy name's sake. We praise Thee for the gift of Thy dear Son, Jesus Christ, our only Redeemer, and take refuge in the merit of Him who taketh away the sins of the world. We give thee thanks also for sparing us from year to year, and for having given us further time for amendment through trials. Mercifully grant that with this new year we may begin a new life. Deliver us not only from the guilt of sin, but also from its power and dominion. Govern us by thy gracious spirit and quicken us in the way of righteousness that we may set out afresh in our Christian course. Give us a due sense of the rapid flight of time, the certainty of death, and the judgment to come. Help us to bear in mind that we are strangers and pilgrims on earth and direct our desires to the city which hath foundations, whose builder and maker is God. May we seek first the kingdom of God and his righteousness, and lay up for ourselves treasures in heaven, which neither moth nor rust doth corrupt, and where thieves do not break through nor steal, give us grace to watch and pray, that as becometh Christians, we may praise thee with holiness of living, and be always ready for thy coming. We ask your blessing upon our Bishop James and our pastors Gary and Michael, Be with the Missionary Lutheran Church in Peru, especially the three churches there in the jungle, along with uh, their pastors. We ask that as our learning center uh, begins again, that you would bless our children and our Director Keeley. Bless Joe, the President of the United States, J.B., our Governor, Steve, our Mayor, and all who hold authority. Bless our military personnel, Danny, Jason, and Blake our police officers, Alex and Daniel. Be with our shot-in Carolyn and our elderly, Violet and Tom. We ask your blessing upon Jennifer, especially upon the upcoming surgery. Be with Victor and Marsha, as well as with uh, Tony and Anita. Uh, be with uh, Daryl, uh, and uh, who's uh, diagnosed with lung cancer, as well as with uh, his family, be with uh, the family of Jim Sandersfield, who died of a heart attack on the 26th, uh, be with his uh, wife, Barbara, uh, they are relations of Mary Brischke. Heavenly Father, take us and the whole human family under the wing of thy gracious protection for this new year of our earthly pilgrimage. Let us experience the continuance and the renewal of all thy wanted mercies. Grant peace to our land, health to our bodies, and joy to our souls. Pour down the choicest blessings on all men according to their various wants. Teach them to use the world without abusing it, seeing that the fashion of it passeth away. Prepare us for all the duties, trials, and afflictions of the new year. Comfort us in every distress and enable us to work with all our might while it is day, before the night cometh, when no man can work. And should this year be our last on earth, grant that we may depart hence with triumphant faith and enter into the mansions of eternal rest and peace, through Jesus Christ our Lord, who is the same yesterday, today, and forever. Amen. we should at all times and in all places give thanks to you. Holy Lord, Almighty Father, everlasting God, for in the mystery of the Word made flesh, you have given us a new revelation of your glory that seeing you in the person of your Son, we may be drawn to the love of those things which are not seen. Therefore, with angels and archangels and with all the company of heaven, we laud and magnify your glorious name. Evermore praising i On those whom you created, sending your only begotten Son into our flesh to bear our sin and be our Savior. With repentant joy, we receive the salvation accomplished for us by the all availing sacrifice of His body and His blood on the cross. Gathered in the name and the remembrance of Jesus, we beg you, O Lord, to forgive, renew, and strengthen us with your word and spirit. Grant us faithfully to eat his body and drink his blood as he bids us do in his own testament. Hear us as we pray in his name and as he has taught us. Our Father, who who art art in in heaven, heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, come, thy will be done, on earth as as it is in heaven. heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and and forgive us our trespasses. trespasses, As we, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And, and lead us not into temptation, but, temptation, but deliver, deliver us from
1: evil. For thine is the kingdom, and the power, and the glory, forever, forever and ever. Amen.
0: How heard Lord Jesus Christ, on the night when he was betrayed, took bread. And when he had given thanks, he broke it and gave it to the disciples and said, Take, eat, this is my body, which is given for you, this do in remembrance of me. In the same way also, he took the cup after supper, and when he had given thanks, he gave it to them, saying, Drink of it, all of you. This is my blood of the New Testament, which is shed for you for the forgiveness of sins. This do as often as you drink it, in remembrance of me. The peace of the world be with you always.
1: Amen. Amen.
2: will offer sacrifices of joy in his tabernacle. I will sing, yes, I will sing praises to the Lord. Glory be to the Father and to the Son and to the Holy Spirit as it was in the beginning. This now and will be forever. Amen. Take me. This is the you. Take the young child. Amen.
0: the Father, the fountain and source of all goodness, who in loving kindness sent your only begotten Son into the flesh. We thank you that for his sake you have given us pardon and peace in this sacrament. We ask you not to forsake your children, but always to rule our hearts and minds by your Holy Spirit, that we may be enabled to serve you constantly. Through Jesus Christ, your Son, our Lord, who lives and reigns with you in the Holy Spirit, one God, now and forever. Amen.
1: Blessed be the Lord Thanks be to God.
0: The Lord bless you and keep you The Lord make his face shine upon you and be gracious to you The Lord lift up his countenance upon you and give you peace Amen, amen, amen.